Welcome to Tag Talks Happy Hour with Ajit Kara. One part small talk, all parts real talk. This is the part of the day when Ajit gets to know the people behind the job titles at Tag. Hello. Welcome to Ajit's Happy Hour. My name is Ajit Kara and I'm the Tag CEO for the Americas. The reason why I want to do this podcast is that, in my view, Tag's biggest asset is our people. And I wanted to spend a time, happy hour time, with folks from our organization to get underneath what makes them tick, who they are, and have some fun with them. Today, I'm delighted to have Nina Rosek. She works in the HR department, and I'm looking forward to having a chat with her. Cheers. Cheers. And we do have wine, just so you know, guys. This is real, although I notice your wine glass is already depleted. Well, I've been waiting a while. <laughs> We did have some technical issues, but uh, I'm sure we'll get you a fill-up of that wine in a moment. Welcome, Nina. Thank you. So, Nina, I can tell um, for our podcast listeners that your accent is not from America. Where were you born and where did you come from? I came from Mars. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, so I come in peace. <laughs> I'm from Serbia. I was born and raised there. I came to the Americas when I was 20. I came as an au pair. Wow. I went back home after a year. I landed in South Jersey, actually, of all places. I don't know how I lasted a year, but I did. <laughs> and I went back home, and I started working for the UN, and I came back again. That's wonderful. I just see your wine glasses being replenished there. Thank you, Kaylee. Do you miss Serbia at all? Do you go I back do. There I do. I came when all the trouble was going on in Serbia, and so I just wanted to kind of get away from it and just have my family here. So that's what I did. My son was born here, so now he's almost 21. Goodness me. Yeah. Goodness me. And so how did you get into HR? I know that wasn't your first career path, but how did you do that? Right. It was actually kind of landed in my lap. I was doing a bunch of things for a bunch of companies, kind of like a consulting thing, bookkeeping mainly. Then one thing led to another. I started doing HR and it just progressed from there. And it turns out I'm a natural, so you're in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are a natural. Now tell me, you obviously go to Serbia whenever you get a chance, but I also know that you take an extraordinary amount of holidays, by the way. I just know that you do take a huge amount of holidays. <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. You travel extensively, don't you? I do. I do. I love to travel. Everything about it excites me. The unknown excites me. The different cultures excite me. If I go to an all-inclusive resort in Mexico, most likely I'm going to venture off yeah, in yeah. the places where American government tells you not to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so back to your growing up in Serbia, which sounds amazing, but was it in the city or was it in the farmlands or? City, actually. Well, I grew up originally when I was before school days. I grew up in Croatia on my grandparents' farm. Right. But then eventually, obviously, I moved back to the city and I lived with my parents in the suburbs of Belgrade, which is my absolute favorite place on earth. Right. And I went to college there, I went to high school there, and traveled a lot, even from there. And what is beautiful about Belgrade? The people. It has a soul. It has the best nightlife, in case you haven't checked. Google well, it. Not. Yep, best nightlife in Europe. Well, I must go. <laughs> yes, we need an office there. I keep telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that will happen in good time. I was wondering, because I know that you love animals, because I see the way that you chase after Jasper, our <laughs> dog here in the office. So is that where your love for animals came from? Yes, I love animals. I tolerate people, but I love animals. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me about your own dog then, because he sounds beautiful. It's a, she. she. it's a she. She's yeah. awesome. She's a rescue dog. I got her in March 2020 when this whole thing started. Oh, wow. And I was living in an apartment in North Jersey, and she doesn't like it. She's a Border Collie Husky mix. And she's like, nope, I'm not living here. So I ended up moving and buying a house down the shore. It's the world's most expensive dog house. And wow. I live there now. 
So you're close to the beach then? Yes, 15 minutes. It's awesome. And she likes the beach. She loves the beach. She loves the snow. She likes it all. We get all four seasons. She loves it. Wow. She's the best dog. And where does your energy come from? Because you are one of the most energetic people in our company. You lead our cultural committee. You have your fingers in many different pots and just so much energy that comes from you. Where does that come from? I just like to look at the bright side of things. And then also wine helps that we're having right now. So that helps always. That's good. Yeah. And you did say it was 11 o'clock in the morning. So I'm voting. Yeah, happy. but it's four o'clock in UK. So it works. <laughs> it worked out. No, it's very good. And so tell me a bit more about what makes you tick. You know, what are the things that annoy you and what are the things that yeah, kind of excite you. Oh, it's a dangerous question for me, but <laughs> injustice really annoys me. Right. When I see something that's not right, it really bothers me. And that's where you're scared of me, I think. Yeah, well, <laughs> you imply that I do things wrong, which I don't, clearly. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> at least no one has told you. <laughs> but, well, they found out, yeah. Yeah, but th things like that. And I like to see people happy and I like people to do right by others. And I like kindness. Kindness drives me. I like to surround myself with positive people. Who are kind, who are uplifting. Yeah, it's not always the case, but I'd like to see a lot more of that. And I do feel that the algorithms in social media are done the wrong way. They should be feeding everyone happier news because this country is amazing. There's a lot of great things that go on, but we don't seem to talk about it as much as the things that we don't like or the things that people don't agree with. I don't know why we don't do more of that, Nina. Yeah, I agree. But then happy also or perceivedness of happiness, it doesn't really always go well. So I think we should keep it real. When I'm sad, I'm sad. When I'm happy, I'm happy. We tend to post happy things, which is a good way to go, but then it creates a whole other anxiety level for other people who can't achieve that maybe or can't do that thing that you're doing. So, yeah. And then what made you throw yourself out of a decent plane to do skydiving? Oh. That is just outrageous. <laughs> I think it's the best. I like adrenaline rush a little bit. You know, that helps. I mean, working at TAG, obviously. That's, 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 well, exactly. <laughs> but that's why they have roller coaster rides for. I don't like roller coasters. They make me sick. But plane, that was actually fun because my son had a very successful sophomore year and he was on a dean's list 4.0. I was like, let's jump out of the plane and celebrate. So we did that. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> I've toyed with the idea, but I just don't think I could ever bring myself to throw myself out of plane, even if I'm strapped to someone. It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't look flattering, though. I have a video. I have pictures. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like, I'll show you. It doesn't look flattering. <laughs> well, I think I would scream a high-pitched nose that would probably shock everyone. So I don't think I should expose myself to that. If that's the thing that excites you, what's the scariest thing that you've done? The scariest? Well, you mean besides working here? I'm kidding. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it must have been when I was 16, I was in the front lines in Bosnia. I wasn't fighting. I wasn't a fighter, but I was helping people. I was bringing convoys of food and medicine, and that's what I did. It was out of love for my people, for my country. But now thinking back, it might have been a little bit crazy and a little bit scary. <laughs> It's probably what's defined you in that you've probably seen things and supported things that many of us have never seen. It does give you a new perspective. It, exactly. does, it yeah. does let you appreciate life better. There's not many people that I can speak to that have served in the front line. And I think I've said before that this made you what you are today in terms of your outlook on life, your positivity, the way that you do things. Can you directly translate anything of how you operate today to those experiences? Because they're not normal experiences. I could, yeah. I think I'm more resilient, actually. I remember, I believe it was 2004, the blackout in Manhattan, and actually it was like a black hole on the map where all these people lost power. And I remember my neighbors in New Jersey, they were all having heart attacks, basically, and anxiety over losing power. It's like, what? It's fine. Like, it's yeah, just yeah. power. Like, <laughs> try shooting somebody. <laughs> See, a bad day at work is probably never going to compete. It's never bad enough. It's not <laughs> bad enough to what we lived before, but that's why I think it's going to be okay.
You are quite a DIY person, aren't you? And I am. Oh, yes. <laughs> does that come from your love of Nikolai Tesla? Because he's an astonishing figure of history that a lot of things he have come is. from. I'm and, wrapping the T-shirt. I don't know if you can see it, but I have a Nikola Tesla T-shirt. <laughs> I, I could say it's a great T-shirt. <laughs> he is. He's very inspiring to me. He's one of those people that has gone quietly, has done so many great things for the mankind, but never took any credit for it. Yeah. And one of the greatest things he said was, it doesn't bother me that they stole my ideas, but it bothers me that they don't have any of their own. And that's kind of what I try to live by. It's fine. Like, you want to take credit for my work? Fine, do it. Whatever floats your boat. But at the end of the day, it's like, what have you done? It's just astonishing how one individual can have so many impacts to the future. So yes. I, I do concur with that. It's astonishing. And your DIY, how extensive is your DIY skill sets? I mean, if you need a painter for the office, like I'm available, <laughs> <laughs> I'll charge you reasonably. I'm a professional AGTV watcher. Are you really? So I watch a lot of home renovation shows. I done a lot on my house by myself. Wow. I just recently did a half bath in the house. And You're I, kidding you know, me. Well, plumbing as well? No plumbing. No plumbing. <laughs> I don't touch that. <laughs> I get people for that. But <laughs> No, that's the tiling and the, uh, the structural yeah. things. Yes. Well, I look forward to when I need my remodeling done, I know where to go. Yeah, exactly. I'm a woman of many talents. Yeah, well, I can see that. You know, you're obviously clearly proud of your son in terms of what he's achieved, and your upbringing was very different to his and being exposed to war yourself, etc. I mean, how has he been brought up here, different to how you've been brought up? And how do you reconcile the two different backgrounds, cultures? Because a lot of people have the same issue. I wasn't born in America, but I'm here, and... Tell me a bit more about how he's adjusting to being brought up here and how are you adjusting more so than he? He's basically American. He's born here, but I'm trying to have that Serbian heart ticking inside of him and not to ever forget where he comes from and what we love and what we do there. So he does love where I come from as well and try to teach as much as I can. The hard part about being an immigrant, especially the first generation, is the language. We lose it so quickly. And that's the part I'm struggling with because... I never wanted him to stand out or be held back at school for not speaking English fluently enough to go along with his grades. So I spoke English with him, and that's my fault, I think, right now, because he does not speak Serbian that well. But he can converse with my mom when she comes over with relatives, so he can get by. It's a similar story in my house in that my father spoke to me in English in the UK where I grew up, and therefore my exposure to Gujarati, which is the Indian dialect that my family know, is really bad. And so when I do speak it, uh, my dad eventually says to me, please don't, because you sound like a Cockney East Ender speaking bad Gujarati. So, but it is a shame that I've lost that bit and my yeah. children have actually got even less of it. And it's a story for many folks around how do you fully embrace where you're bringing children up, but how do you make sure they have the essence of where they came from, which I think is important. I do. I love this country. I love what the country gave him and me, the opportunity that gives us especially our upbringings are never going to be the same, obviously, because I grew up in a different times and different, all the times carry different things we need to teach our kids, it, whether it's war or not. It's, it's just different cultures. So he's doing well considering. Um, also, I brought him up by myself. I got divorced when he was very little. He was six years old. And that has its challenges on its own, but it's also rewarding because you get to make decisions by yourself. You get to raise your kid the way you think he should be raised. And he turned out really well. And he's got my brains, obviously. So. Oh, That's fantastic. Does he come on your travels with you as well? He does. He's my travel buddy. We travel the world together. I always told him, 
I may not be able to give you the big house that your friends have in Wayne, New Jersey, but I'll show you the world. I think that's actually more valuable. I think travel makes a huge difference to people when you see different things. And I think people won't remember the gifts or the house or whatever. They'll remember the memories of the holidays and exactly. the time that you spent. And that's just critical. And we bounce between the apartments and we finally have a house. So he's happy that we have a house. But even I thought that those changing of the apartments would scar him for life. But it turns out it's not a bad thing. No, look, it's much more about the memories. With yeah. my two girls, we used to holiday a huge amount. And to this day, all they remember growing up is the holidays. And yeah. they used to write notes. There. So I think creating memories is a really important part. And you've clearly done an amazing job bringing Thank up your you. son. Thank you. Yeah, really exactly. Memories and experiences, that's what we live for. Let me turn the tables on you then. So I think we have a section here where you may ask me any yeah. questions that you would like to ask. Yeah, I have two questions for you. And you can choose to answer or to drink. Okay, <laughs> I'll do both. <laughs> yeah. So first question is, what do you do for fun? Apart from this. Well, I've, this is not fun. This is work. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. So for me, fun is rather boringly. I like gardening. Oh, okay. So I have a vegetable patch at home which I tender lovingly, and I love to see things grow. I love planting tomatoes and potatoes, and I love spending my time in my garden, actually. So we should have a fruit basket in the office. Oh, okay, well played, yes. Yeah, I should be bringing in my tomatoes and my cucumbers. That's a good point. If you bring in your chicken, I'll bring in my tomatoes. Sounds good, see? That's how it goes. <laughs> All right, so my second question is, who's your favorite employee? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, it's a catch-22 question, and Kaylee, who is our producer here, has jumped up and down and is putting her hands up. And uh, there you go. So I'm going to have to go for a no-win answer. And obviously, I can't say you, Nina, because you're my guest today. Yes, you can. You totally can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go because she's here and she's looking at me quite firmly. I'm going to have to go for Kaylee. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I control your microphone, right? <laughs> exactly. She she could switch me off at any moment in time. So Fair enough. But that brings me to the close here. It's a really good question because I think back to my opening it's all the people that make TAG an amazing place. And I've got to be honest, listening to you here today, spending time with you, you are the perfect person. Great sense of humor, wonderful outlook in life, Yeah, looking at the fun side. Fabulous, passionate person that drives really good activities in TAG. Wonderful personal side as well. You travel, you cook, you do <laughs> DIY, you love dogs. You love I keep life. telling people that I'm perfect and you who believes so, me. It makes me realize we are very lucky to have you. Everyone else is lucky to have you. And you are what makes TAG the greatest company in the world. And so, Nina, thank you so much for being oh, here. Thank Here's you. Cheers again. And, this uh, was fun. It was great fun. You're going to invite me back again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I won't have enough wine. <laughs> I know. It's a little bit. <laughs> I'll bring my own BYOB, guys. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Join us soon for another episode of Tag Talks Happy Hour with Ajit Kara and learn more about the people behind the job titles at Tag. Mm -hmm.